If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Heavens to Megatron. The, the others. Alright, y'all. Welcome to episode. Which one is it? 16? Damn. Yeah, this is the King Sierra. Yeah. Welcome to episode 16 of Can't Call It with your boy J. Kills. And your boy J. Wright. And it's up. We bike. LSU oh, yeah. want baby shit. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man what can hey. you say so not only did we win so we mm-hmm. hold on first off let us apologize let's, let's have some some decorum we're gonna apologize for missing uh the magnese reaction i mean not the magnese the central michigan leader we we left y'all hanging now we apologize for that that's our fault yeah. life comes at you fast dog it's been a long time we yeah. shouldn't have left you without a podcast to listen to we shouldn't have, but you know what? In true man fashion, we just gonna we gonna act like it didn't happen and keep moving. No, we, we, <laughs> we gonna we gonna show it with our actions, with our actions. Oh, so yeah. LSU back with a big win. You know, this is much different than the McNeese game. We actually beat a, you know, uh, not a power five team, but you know, a legitimate mm-hmm. team um, from a big school. Uh, forty nine, excuse me, forty two to twenty one. Uh, Max Johnson threw for five TDs. We had the emergence of a couple of wide receivers. I'll say 42, 49, 21. We had uh, Jack Besh with a touchdown. We had Deion Smith with some touchdowns. We had Kayshawn Butte. All he does is catch touchdowns. Corey Kiner caught a touchdown or ran a touchdown. We had a, we had a, a scoop and score from uh, Derek Stingley Jr. Caused a fumble into... Uh, Andre Anthony, the super senior with the touchdown. I- I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm excited. I, I can tell. This is the probably most amped up you've been on any episode. Yeah, man. Shout out to these Tigers, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, look. Got to get the boys credit. Week one, UCLA, they look lackluster. They looked a little sluggish. Uh, the- they beat McNeese, an FCS opponent. They won, but... <sighs> They ain't put no sauce on it, man. It just they, they went through the motions and they did what they had to do. You know, yeah. it, it wasn't pretty, but it was a dub, right? Mm-hmm. This I think this is the first game where we saw what LSU can be. Not what they are, but what they can be. I like how you put that. That's exactly how I would break that down is we saw who they could be. Not yeah. who they are, but who they could be. Yeah. There was a lot of positive signs in that game. So, so we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. So let's let's just jump into it, man. What do you think was the the biggest difference maker between weeks one and two in, in this game? What what jumped off the page like, hey, this might be different this week? I know everybody wants to give an MVP after a game, but I'm gonna give an MVC, most Ooh. valuable coach at Ooh. this point. Ooh. And it's gonna like surprise that. some people, but it, it's I had this uh premonition and then it came true. Uh, 
Blake Baker mm. has improved the play of a one Damone Clark. I know mm. he's getting crucified on social media and the rant, tiger droppings, all that other stuff. Look, he had arguably his best game since 2019 last night. Yeah. There were some plays where he filled the proper gaps. He covered well. I was really impressed with Damone Clark. Yeah, I really was. And, and you've been Michael highly Basketball. critical. You've been highly yes. critical. Hey, yeah, that's Clark. somebody's baby. But I, yeah. I give it to him. Last night he was somebody's man. Look, yeah. Michael Baskerville had a great game too. That's why I give it to Blake Baker. Now the defensive line, the the wide receivers, we've been saying since the preseason that was our deepest position groups, right? Yeah. Yep. And they've been showing that, and they especially last night for receivers, but. They've been showing that for the most part through these first three games. But I'm definitely liking what I see right now from the linebackers and their improved play from week to week. It's uh, it's good foreboding going into the SEC part of the schedule. Well, so uh, let's stay on defense. So what about the defense look particularly different outside of just, you know, Damone and, and, and Micah having, having some good games like, was there anything scheme-wise you saw or just? Oh, yeah. We passed what? out the crossing routes. Yeah. We were able to cover people. And that's, I mean, that's the read against us is, hey, just throw some crossing routes in there. You're going to eat them alive. Yeah. And we covered them. I see on Major Burns' pick, mm-hmm. it was crossing routes. The safety was covering. It was a man twos, uh, man cover two zone shell. And. He came down and made a good play on the ball. Now, he did have a busting coverage later in the game, but that, true, just gives, that just gives you insight into we're not just playing man coverage straight across the board right. as we have in the past. And so um, there's going to be teams, especially Mississippi State, that's going to throw it in the air 70 mm-hmm. times. you got to be able to mix it a bit, you know. And so um, – with that being said, you're going to see a lot of verticals from Mississippi State, but you're going to see some crossing routes because that's what's been killing LSU. And then last night, we were able to take that out the equation. Yeah. We covered them. There wasn't nothing um, concerning about that. That's what UCLA really beat us with was those crossing routes. Yeah, so, and I, I think the big thing, too, is like you, you brought up that broken play, right? It, it sucks to have mm-hmm. a broken play, but broken plays happen. That yeah. that's not the issue if you have one broken play or even two. You can't have four, five, six, seven broken plays, or else you're looking up at the scoreboard and trying to figure out what the hell happened. And yeah. I, I think that's the biggest thing is that I, I would say control was the one thing I saw. Like I thought there was like a controlled aggression in this game where oh, yeah. you saw from the jump. I mean, Derek Stingley, I I look. I was critical of Derek Stingley after them first two weeks. It looked like he was making some business decisions. It looked like he was trying to save himself and wasn't really engaged. But that that pop, look here, man. I, I had my four-month-old daughter in my hands when that when that play happened. And <laughs> look, she's still alive. You know, she, she didn't get hurt. <laughs> but I, I had to make a recovery. I had to do a scoop and score like uh, Andre. Like Andre <laughs> Anthony. Hey, man. We love the kids no, at Kank I, I literally jumped out of my seat and was screaming like, hooping i was like man that's what oh, i yeah. like to see and then i i had actually didn't even see andre anthony pick up the ball till i turned back around i was like oh we're about to score i thought it was gonna be an incomplete pass i didn't even think about 
a possibility of a fumble recovery. Look, man, I hope he's healthy next week because he played a great game. I've been I've been tough on uh, Andre Anthony. Yeah, and I think he had a great game before he went out with injury. I think uh, him and Ali Gay are going to be needed, especially mm. for a game like Mississippi State. But yes, sir. Like you said, man, Derek Stingley played like Derek Stingley should play. You know, I didn't see him give up anything that was sort of lack of concentration. Yeah, you know? he had the he cheap had... little PI call, which I exactly. thought was arguable. I mean, it. I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say it was a bad call, but it, it could have been let go. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. If it was a swag, they would have let it go. Oh, for sure, for sure. For they don't sure. have enough refs to cover that sideline anyway. But SEC against, uh, you know, non-power five, they're gonna call it just to keep it honest. So, oh yeah, it so is. Shout, what it is. shout out to Durante Jones. You know, the uh, I'm not gonna say maligned, but you know, it's been some whispers of. You know, we didn't get uh, Marcus Freeman. We we whiffed on a couple other options. He wasn't the first or second or third option. And, -hmm. you know, after them two poor performances uh, the first couple weeks, um, well, really the first week was poor. Second time was lackluster, maybe I should say. But, um, you know, he he kept his head down and kept pushing. Not so fast, my friend. Not so fast. I think he actually has been out of the two coordinator hires. He's been... More consistent, yeah. Oh, we're about to talk about uh, Mr. I got all the kids, Pete's. We, we gonna get on him because uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, right now, we lead the nation in sacks, we do, and we do. I think part of that is not just you know, you have to defend the run well to be able to rest the passer, it's a, yeah. it's a privilege to rest the passer, and so, uh, like I said, we already know how deep the defensive line is, but the run fits have been at least the last two weeks have been really good. They've improved from McNeese to Central Michigan. Yeah. So, for sure. You think that's defensive coordinator. That's on the defensive coordinator. For saying, sure. hey, we need to work on this this week, for sure. Maybe Ed has some input on it, but, you know, he, he going at the co-eds right now. So, <laughs> I'm putting it on Durante. I'm saying Durante came through and was like, hey, oh, yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get another job after this. So, mm-hmm. I need this to look good. I need that extension money. Yeah. Oh, I need to be hired as a power five coach or back yep. in the league yep. as a defensive coordinator, you know, so. Man, shout out to Coach Jones, good. man. Yeah. We, we love Ooh. our brothers. Uh, let's, let's flip over to offense, man. Um, although the offense has scored points, uh, what looked different about this game? Tempo. Damn tempo. It was the check with me, if there was a check, was quick. Yeah. Um, the pace was quicker. We weren't running the clock down to down there zero on the play clock. Mm-hmm. And Max was going with the first play, the first read. Like you, And when that happens, you get a defense, no time to settle and make adjustments themselves. It's pretty much, let's go. This is the play. This is what y'all got. This is what we got. Mm-hmm. And we, we're going to make it work. And what that does is that forces you to be able to say, I gotta go with this read. It is what it is. They ain't cover three. They ain't cover three. We gotta yeah. roll with it. And you seen a bit more aggression downfield instead of us anticipating and being uh, the punk bitch in the situation. I hate to say it like yeah. that, but we used the aggressor. We was yeah. like, "Hey, we coming at you." And yeah. like I said, I think that's gonna bode well in the future for SEC games because 
Max could actually put it down there. You, I mean, you didn't see it at all the first two weeks. Mm-mm. But he, he can make some decent reads. And our receivers one-on-one against DBs, I'm picking our receivers eight yeah, times out of ten. This, uh, again, this is his fifth college start, man. So yeah, yeah. I think we need to keep that in in, uh, in context. And also, I think they put the graphic up. I think Max might be one of he might be the first that they put first SEC quarterback to throw for three touchdowns in his first five games yeah. as a starter. Yeah, so I think he gets a lot of flack because he's not Joe Burrow. But newsflash, uh, Tiger fans, nobody is Joe Burrow. Nobody. Yeah. Well, he so, kind of looked funny and he left hand. <laughs> so it's a little awkward, you know. Yeah. And so Joe, Joe Burrow looked good in the pocket. No. He did. He looked. He, he did. looked good. It was like, damn, that's a quarterback. Everybody yeah. like, oh shit, that's what a quarterback supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. Max looked like he still got homework. Yeah, like he still got to go do a science project. He ain't got his man body over. yet. Like yeah. he, ain't, he ain't there yet. He ain't filled out. Yeah, and he only got no facial hair. He really doesn't. And to our LBGTQ plus community, we love y'all all the same. As you listen. But yeah. no homo is not a derogatory term. I'm just gonna say that. This just means <laughs> I'm not looking at him in that way. I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, the dude don't look like Joe Burrow. Like you said, he don't look like Danny Etlin, you know? Yeah, well, Danny Etlin was a look the part all-star. He looked the part. Yeah. The results. He really did. Till the ball came out of his hand, then it was yeah. like a wet noodle. <laughs> That thing flattered. Danny needs to play a quarterback in a in a movie. Yeah, for sure. The replacements or something like that. He would be perfect casting for if they did a new varsity blues. Yeah, a new longest yard. Shout out to um, Adam Sandler, Burt Reynolds. Uh, yeah, Adam Sandler don't look like no damn quarterback, man. Nope. I don't know, but he, you know, you got money like that. You cash yourself as whatever. Just like That's Ice right. Cube always play. He always gets the girl. All his movies. Come on, dog. Like Ice Cube, dog. Come on, dog. You look like <laughs> you work at a gas station, bro. Why are all the girls falling for you? Like the girls picking him over Mike Epps, Chris Tucker, like all these other cats yep. that he's had. Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying? Like Me alone, dog, there. is not going to pick the mechanic. In real life? Yeah. Come on, man. Nah, but but let's get back on topic. One thing I did like was I saw I thought I saw more of a diversity in play calling too. I, the tempo was definitely stood out for sure. Uh, I yeah. think there was even a couple plays where you saw Matt kind of challenging the, the the coaches, like man, give me a play, give me a play, like I'm, let's get it going. Like mm-hmm. I'm not trying to wait for this to get under ten seconds. Um, but you know you you saw the you know the the, the pick the pop play where they uh, popped it over to uh, Butte on the sweep. Um, even like just just different routes. They they were trying more uh screens. Like just they weren't complex plays, but just nah. different looks. Like yeah, that UCLA game was just we lined up, we looked back, waited forever, no motion. Like it was just what you see is what you get. And when you're not giving the defense something to look at, it's easier to, to do your keys. I mean, yeah, or, or anything to adjust to. Like it's yeah. nothing, no movement, no shift, nothing. Like. Like you said, that was just too vanilla and too yeah. easy to defend. I liked, um, you know, I texted you uh, early on about, you know, our offensive line. I was like, man, we have not had any continuity in offensive line to nobody's fault. Um, mm-hmm. Injuries happen, right? But I like yeah. how they use Besh 
you know, it was kind of like a semi H back and he was chipping before he would go out into his routes. Like, you know, you got a batter line, like do something to help him. Like, don't just leave these kids on islands. So I thought uh, they made some some good adjustments, man. Man, you been you been studying your book, man. That's some man. good. That's some good intel right hey, there. Hey, man, I be watching, dog. I'm I watching. might subscribe to the page, man. <laughs> that's some good shit. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, and review, like they say. Um, hey. So one thing I want to do with you, man, I want to do a little word association, man. Okay. And 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 the 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 key part of this is we're gonna talk about freshmen. Because uh, <laughs> this game was was very freshman heavy, man. As far as the contribution, so I'm a, I'm a name a freshman. I want you to give me a word to describe that freshman. Yeah. Okay. Can we call this segment since it is Sunday? The pastor said, "And the youth shall lead them." Amen. Amen. I will find that clip and put it in there. There um, we go. So let's start with the uh, freshman number one, Jack Bish. Give me a word to describe Ooh. Jack Bish. <laughs> Elite. Mm. Elite. The one-handed touchdown catch. Dog! <laughs> Bruh. <sighs> Man. Has now, there look. ever been a white receiver? Look, I'm going to get racial. Has there ever been a white receiver in the purple and gold to make a one-handed catch like that, dog? Nah, and I was hoping I would see it from Trey Quinn. Shout out Trey Quinn, but <laughs> shout out to Trey. Man, best is everything Trey Quinn wanted to be, man. For real. Right. Like, and that's part of part of it as the offensive scheme. Yeah. But yeah. Best is elite, man. He's hey. gonna be he's gonna be playing on Sundays if he keeps going on this trajectory. I remember you said this kid was what, the the top player in Louisiana two years straight. And uh I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, he probably beating some private school kids or something like that. But now nah, this man is as advertised, bro, as advertised. Like you oh, saw, yeah. you saw some some samples in the UCLA game and the the Magnese game, but yeah, he showed out. He definitely oh, yeah. showed out. Yeah, he's a move in, and he's a piece that I see in the future this year, giving a team like Alabama fits because. Mm. Who's just gonna who's gonna cover him? A safety, a linebacker. He's really a big a big body type receiver. Yep. And he's learning the position. Exactly. And they put him out wide like a receiver, but then they also bring him in, like you said, the chip and everything. It just yeah. makes things a little more difficult to defend. So I'm really I see elite. And he just has to keep progressing. He, okay. he, he's that's that's all. And I I, I I feel like his worth ethic is not going to uh, let up. He's going to continue to be a uh, top playmaker for us. In the All years right. Coming. Mo- moving on to another freshman, Deion, Deion Smith. Ooh. The two Fs. <laughs> I'm going to call that boy 2.0. 2.0. Because whatever you got, he the upgrade of. Mm. For real. And he scored two touchdowns last night. So we call him 2.0. That's his new nickname. Can, can we talk about that mouse? Man, look, that was the first touch of the game. That was the first yeah. touch of the game. And I'm like, damn, Max, I don't know about that. But he yeah, knows Dion better than we know Dion. Yeah. And uh, Dion came down with it. And I said, damn, they did say boy was cold. Okay. Yeah, but he made a one, he made one catch. I think it was like a third down. Max was rolling to his left. And he was stumbling, and he still caught it with his hands. Not with yeah. his body, with his nope. hands. I said, ooh, 
oh yeah, that's two point Whatever you got, whatever skills you got, he got it. And he got it better than you. Man, that's he looked like he was on that Joe Brady. It was that summer of ten thousand catches? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, that was all. And he's hands, a true dog. freshman. He's a true, true freshman, man. True freshman. Like, low key dude just finished high school, and yep. he's out here making these type of plays. So I can see why the Mississippi schools are pissed that he left Mississippi, but. Not I'm so problem. glad he's at. He's he, yeah. It ain't us. It, <laughs> <laughs> come on now, figure it you out. Do better. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> Whatever it is. All do right. Better. So moving on. Um, I have another one. Okay. Uh, Corey Kiner. The Ohio spin cycle. Hold on. It's supposed to be one word. One word. One word. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna call him Clusterfuck, man. Because <laughs> you don't know what to do as a defense, bro. I'm telling you, dude has he hit the spin move, he has the power, he's shifty, he has he actually has decent size. So you think he would be more of a almost Ty Davis type, mm-hmm. but he has some wiggle to him. He can get to the edge and take it. I like him a lot. I, I I think he's more in the line with Clyde, but bigger. Yeah. And if you want to use a comparison, but I, I hate comparing new players to old players. But um, I love him. Cluster, I like I like a, I like that word you use, wiggle, bro. I think we talked yeah. about in the last uh, podcast, man. That we needed that. Yeah. CDP just does not have the wiggle, man. I I think I think there's still a role for him. Um, but I feel like he might be that fourth quarter wear him down type back after we've already kind of put a team on the ropes type situation. Oh, yeah. I just need... yeah, yeah, I just don't see him going three downs for four quarters just trying to hand him the ball and see what happened, dog. Because you can't afford to get behind in these games, man. Oh, yeah. I can see him being SEC play comes and you change him and Kiner out. Hopefully, yeah. John Emery comes back from suspension, so that gives you another more wiggle-type guy, one-cut-type guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't see TDP as the clear-cut starter. I'm taking over the reins of this running back job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Okay. Next freshman I got, Mason Smith. Another Smith. Ooh. Um, lottery. <laughs> we won the we won the lottery with that kid, man. And he's a lottery pick in any sport. Bruh. <laughs> any Bruh. sport. We we he's mentioned it in the in the in the season preview when we broke down the rosters. I think it was called School is Back. School is in session. Y'all make sure y'all listen to that one. Yeah. The that zero just stands out, dog. One, cause you know, the zeros just became a thing a couple years ago, but he is large, dog. Like huge. And and he's not slow. Like that's another thing, and this is this is this is what is so tantalizing with him. He's 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 starting and playing against seniors, juniors, and consistently beating them. Yeah, consistently. Like he's getting, he's making a push. Like you can say some of the sacks that the other cats were getting were because of Mason Smith's pressure. Yeah, I was gonna say that the stats aren't gonna show that he had a great game from a uh a, a raw uh number standpoint, but 
that man, if you paid attention to the game, he was all over the field causing chaos, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have to give a shout out to Jaquella Roy. Yep. Roy. Yeah. They play amazing games on the inside as well. But Mason Smith on another level, man. He's a he's a lottery. He's a lottery ticket. He's just Willy Wonka. You don't find those. You don't find six six dancing bears that <laughs> just make people look silly. You know, he has power. He's nimble. You know, he doesn't look plotting like when he's running Mm-mm. at the quarterback. It's like, oh shit, he finna eat somebody. No, sir. Uh last freshman I want to bring up, Major Burns. Oh. Um, this is a tough one. I'm going to say inconsistent. Mm. And I love the kid. Nah, I put him on there last for a reason because I kind of wanted to see what you go go with it. And I, I've been heaping praise on everybody. But he had the interception. Great. He yep. gave up the busted touchdown coverage. Because he he was looking the wrong way, you know. Yeah. It was just as simple as that. It, it shouldn't be him and Cam Lewis on a receiver breaking to the scene when there's a guy breaking down the sideline. So, oh man, God bless uh, Cam Lewis. Can we need Jay Ward to get healthy, Doc? Yeah, for sure, most definitely. Come back, Jay Ward. But man, I, mean, I think y'all, y'all need some blood from some virgins to get him right. Man, get the get this right. man together. I think that's another thing that goes unnoticed in Coach O's uh, regime is that even though everybody's like, dang, we got a lot of people out, he holds a lot of people for big games. Yeah. Like, if it's a game he knows he doesn't need a certain player for, they're going to sit out, and we still win the game by the time it comes back around. That player is fresh for the big game, you know. only person I seen it kind of mismanaged with was Grant Delpit. Yeah, yeah. You know, that game that we had against Ole Miss, we gave up a ton of yards. Yeah, that kid shouldn't have been out there, man. He shouldn't have been out there. But other than that, that's it's something that goes unnoticed. But I, I see. I see you, Coach. I see the vision. I know yep. what you're doing. I know what you're doing. But, man, Getting that's – right. uh, anything else you want to add about, about this game, man? I, I think overall it was just – it was what you wanted to see. They did what they were supposed to do. Like, they looked yeah. like a better team. And I think in that McNeese game, you know, they won. Mm-hmm. But from a distance, if you were alien and got dropped in and I didn't tell you who was who, you might not have – it might not have jumped off the page who was supposed to be the better team. I think in this game, you saw it, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just think um, I was very impressed with the fast start, you know. I feel like we were clicking on all cylinders till about the second or third offensive drive. Yeah, and that's when you know we had a couple penalties and just a loss of focus on yep. some players' behalf. But that's actually you know natural things yep. when you're up already like that, you kind of lose focus. But uh, they reeled it back in and made some plays. And uh, like you said, a lot of new faces, a lot of people that you know um, the casual fan may not have heard of yet. But the future is bright. The future is really bright. Yeah, it's you, just, you is think, it about everybody, think about everybody. Think about everybody we talked about was either a sophomore or a freshman. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Derek Stingley going to the league next year, but everybody else that we mentioned that made significant contributions was pretty much going to be here next year. So, 
Yeah, man. Um, we got Mississippi State coming up next, so no more cupcakes until uh, I think what well, we play ULM for homecoming or something. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's time to play big boy football, man. So uh, we for sure gonna get y'all a, a episode previewing that game. And uh, before we get out of here, Jim McElwain's teeth, dog. <laughs> Did he have the the George Washington veneers in, dog? Bruh. That man make too much money to be looking like that, man. And he constantly smiling. Like, I I know. The top bro, dog. The I need some bro. dental work. But, bruh, I knew a girl that had no teeth, man. And she had better teeth than that. <laughs> <laughs> she, could, she, could, she had the joint she could slide in and out, the gummies. Bruh. It was, it was just, maybe it's the color. He needs some coloring or something. I don't, I don't know, know, man. Some white teeth. That boy brushed his teeth with an axe. <laughs> I don't understand, dog. I don't understand. Hey, man. I it couldn't happens, stop looking, bro. bro. I was like, he wouldn't close his mouth. So I was like, damn. But he good people, though. Yeah, he Max say, but he good people. <laughs> <laughs> he good people, though. Hey, man, his he mama has, love him. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, man. He, I, do he have kids? I, I don't know. Uh, he looked like the type of dad that has kids, and he left them on the boat one day to go drinking. Hey, could have. Could have. Hey, man. Uh, enough with McElwain, man. We 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 whooped their ass already. That's right. I'm ready to get off of Mississippi State. Mike Leach and his yeah. pirate forging ass. Yeah, Let's we owed him one. They beat us last year. Yeah, get we owed him a, a good one. Good revenge game. Uh, so yeah, later this week we're gonna hit y'all with a preview um, to get y'all ready and informed. So, so y'all be at the water cooler or whatever y'all doing on the Zoom meetings, whatever 2021 is looking like in the workplace. And uh, yeah, man. So that concludes uh, this episode of Can't Call It with your boy J Kill and your boy J Wright. And we out of here. Is up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>